how's it going? Sorry. I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank oh, you. Good. Thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. No worries. It's my pleasure. I had a bit of a nightmare downloading <laughs> the uh, yeah, but I'm here. Oh, I'm ready thank to you. chat. No, thank you so much. Thank you for coming on Chronic But Iconic. I really, really appreciate it. And it'd be great if you could just kick off with a, a brief in you know, introduction into yourself and how you got into yeah, acting. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, my name's Ash. I'm an actor, and I'm yeah. currently playing uh, Matty Barton in ITV's Emmerdale, who is Moira's son, but also happens to be the first transgender character that the soap yes. has had. Yeah. So it's bit. It's been a bit of a big one to step into, um, in terms of like you know. Um, so yeah, it's it's been amazing, and it's been the first kind of, as I said, screen. Uh, big job I've ever done so definitely walking, yes you know walking onto a mainstream soap with uh, with this character has been amazing um and yeah it's, it's, it sounds cheesy but you know as a kid it was something that I always wanted to do I really yes. wanted to be an actor growing up in the soaps and stuff on tv and be able to get a, a job on a soap I just thought it, it was impossible kind of thing yeah definitely and I mean like you're saying it's such a controversial role and yeah. I don't think people realize the amount of research and work that you put in behind the scenes so that you oh. can actually nail it to the best of your ability. Thanks Soph yeah I do like I think for me sort of growing up like obviously I've got my own personal experience to bring to the part yes. you know I always say first like I'm an actor and I'm un an uncle and I like Chinese takeaways but I also happen to be <laughs> a trans one yeah I've been able to draw on like past experience myself with this character but also do a lot of research and talk to a lot of people and hear what they want and I work with a couple of charities um yes. who I'll constantly ask for feedback and stuff and you know and and kind of try and bring that to the role as well um and just you know yeah do my own research and make sure that i'm getting it right for everybody and i think you know it's hard to represent everybody obviously every human being is different everybody's yes. experiences are different so i'm trying to sort of just you know uh giving a positive image as opposed to perhaps what we've seen in the past which can sometimes be a little bit negative um, of course yeah and something that's a bit 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 different uh and I guess I just kind of want to, with my research, show that, you know, he's just a normal guy. He's had a bit of a journey to get there, and there's a lot more to him. So hopefully... Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, hopefully that continues. And like you said, you know, the support of your friends, your family, the local community yeah. is really, really essential. And like you oh, said, you can't God, yeah. please everybody, but having that feedback really helps you grow, um, into, you know, representing the, the role as you want to be represented. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I've been really lucky myself because I've got a really supportive family. Yes. I know not everybody is, like, fortunate. Like, I know, like, you've got, like, a lovely mum as well. So, she's, yes. like, always behind you. And, like, I think that's been really, really helpful for me and my family is that, you know, like, no matter how hard this role is, like, I've always got them to bounce back on. And, um, of course, yes. You know, friends as well. And I think that... Uh, like it's really essential really to have that back in support otherwise like I, I always think you know like I'm really lucky but I, I you know if, if it wasn't for my family I think would I have the confidence to be even doing this right now so like it's definitely um, you know, it's a lifeline it is it really 100% is. a lifeline mate 100%. Yes. Yeah. yeah so how do you feel about sort of raising awareness and speaking out because I know yeah. you, you obviously do a lot yourself and you encourage others to do 
the same, but it takes a lot of courage and a lot of bravery. So I think basically, like, for me, with this role, I think because it is such a soap first and such a TV first that I've yes. kind of, I've had to make a decision to be like an ambassador for the trans community because I think like it'd be impossible to kind of do this job without doing that if you know what I mean like um, yes I've got this platform and I feel like I need to use it for good otherwise you know like yeah of course I personally feel quite passionate about you know accepting everybody and you know being yourself whatever that is and you know being encouraged to to know that that's completely okay um and obviously you know stepping into this role all of a sudden I started to get messages of people that were like you know I've just come out as trans or not not even um, gender stuff just like oh you know I've struggled with anxiety or you know exactly and know how to deal with that because it's something I've always felt passionate about it ever since I was a kid I've always felt passionate about helping others so to be able to like use the role as well is just amazing you know um, and I think it's it's very heartwarming for yourself to receive these messages yeah. because you know how many people can relate and knowing that you're bringing comfort to someone oh yeah definitely it, it, it actually warms your heart as well doesn't yeah. it yeah 100 yeah. percent. i mean you'll get it with the amazing so thank like, you yeah i think like when you say you're having a bad day or whatever and you know you've had a tough day whether that is like working or you're just not feeling great or whatever as soon as you get like a message like that like it does sort of remind you of like the importance of it and that there are people out there potentially worse off than yourself not in that position to be able to speak up and have a have a voice and I think that reminds me like of how important it is to to like yes definitely you can still mm-hmm. make the best of that situation and i think when i was growing up and i don't know about you but it, it would have been great to have seen that you know so i yes. think like you know for me it's it's kind of like what i want to do is like give people an example of like showing that you know nothing's out of reach no matter what you can you can still still do the dream job you can still um achieve all the things you want no matter what obstacles are in the way and yeah it is hard and it doesn't it's not you know there's ways of doing it and i think you might as well well go for it you know definitely and and do you feel that sort of your role has given you a lot of confidence not just in your personal life but also in your public life to be able to raise awareness without allowing harsh judgments get to you because we're always going to face some judgment Yeah, and you know that's it's not nice to, but it's how reality yeah. is. Uh, but obviously, has it helped you with your confidence? Yeah, I think it has. I think I was really lucky. Like before, I got kind of pretty confident anyway. I went. Yes. Really want to be um, uh, a, like a spokesperson, and just because I was kind of you know just living myself and struggling with with being confident in myself, and yeah, I think I finally got to that place where. I was kind of like, yeah, pretty proud of like where I'd where I'd come from, and yeah, I think the roles definitely inspired that. Like, I think it's definitely made. I mean, obviously now, like it's it's kind of done two things. I was thinking about this the other day. Now it, it does help with confidence. You know, I I don't really as many awkward conversations because yeah, through that, um, and you know that's been great. And obviously, like I think just like going out on set every day and like 
talking and acting in front of like 40 people because obviously you've yes. got all the crew there it's just like confidence building anyway like just that public yeah. speaking of like having to just go for it um, in front of people and stuff um yeah I think it's definitely helped I think it's yes. one of those things that I look back on and go oh my gosh like a that huge step me. forward yeah, yeah that changed me massively because yeah I think um more conf- confident in in know um trans yes. issues but also like yeah just encouraging others and and more confident in myself to sort of own that label and uh you know be be proud instead of you know kind of like hush it under the surface yeah of, of course so oh yeah massively it's it's kind of chucked me into that you know um so yeah i think it's definitely how we confidence it's definitely helped um you know acting and stuff like it's scary because you know we film so quickly and so fast that Yes. you know and we've we got such a big audience which was i'm completely surprised with how many i knew i knew emida had a massive following i mean my mum watches it you know yes uh your mum watches it but yes I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize like how many people watch it every single night so you quickly just get a you know you quickly pick tips up you quickly yes. have to adapt to that environment and learn scripts really fast um, and yeah, confidence comes with that. You know, you, you, me now, if I was to go into an audition, yes. my word, I'd be so much more confident than I was like a year ago. Like it's, it's and that's crazy. a great yeah. thing to feel. I think. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Now you went to the National Diversity Awards for the first time last yeah, year did. and had yeah. a ball, didn't you? And I loved now, it. and yeah. now you're a judge. But I know what. Uh, very very hard job you had oh my word I can't even tell you so it's like so obviously how it works with like the judges they everybody's got their own little section to look at you don't get to choose you know which section or whatever and like oh my word like I'm a bit of a softie anyway but I (laughs) was reading through like all of the people and um, community organizations and everything and I was just like every single person deserves this award like this is heartbreaking like there's yeah so many people out there doing amazing stuff but um yeah what an amazing thing to to be asked to do like it was I know so nice yeah. it was like 20,000 28,000 nominees I mean I it must have just taken you so long and like but you say you also know, like how amazing is that like I was reading yeah. through some of them I mean you know obviously 28,000 that's a lot isn't it like yeah exactly um, yeah. and I was reading through through some of them that they sent me and it really just like restored my faith a little bit like I think it's easy to get wrapped up sometimes with what we see on social media and yes. what we see in the news of like negative stuff and yeah you can sometimes think with what you know with what we see you can sometimes think oh you know, it's all going wrong in it, the world. What's what's going on? But yes, when I read all these things every day, um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes without any funding, any backing, um, just doing it out of the goodness of their heart, you know, trying to make a positive difference in our community, it's just like amazing. Like there was yes. so much more good happening than bad. But the problem is, we never hear about it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So um, it was really uplifting thing to be a part of, and I I felt so honoured and so lucky to be doing it. Um, and I think I really needed it as well. Like it was just yes. a really lovely reminder of like how many people out there are making such a difference. And uh, I guess you know, there's all you know, there's always next year. And I think what they what like improved yeah. so much as well just recently. It's, it's just yeah. been incredible, and it just grows from strength to strength. Yeah, hundred percent. It's getting bigger and bigger. Um, I mean, you were there last year, and like, yes. it, it was such a beautiful event, wasn't it? Like, I, it I really haven't was. been. 
like I think that was the first event I went to, like the Diversity Awards, like since starting Emmerdale is the first kind of award ceremony I went to. Yeah. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. Like, this is beautiful. What a lovely night. Like, I felt really lovely. I took my sister with a nice dinner. It was yeah. um, so lovely to, to meet you guys, to meet everybody that was nominated. Yeah. Um, and then I've been to a couple of awards since. And, yeah, they've been nice and stuff. But there's something really different about the National yes. Awards. Like, I can't quite describe it. I haven't experienced it since. And it is just that, like, energy in the room. And I just can't wait um, for this year. You know, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think Paul, the organiser, does a great job. And yeah. um, I hope it continues massively, you know. Yeah, um, definitely. Because, I mean, just in the last few years alone, it's just moved on leaps and bounds within society. Yeah. And yeah. I really hope that it continues because people yeah, do need to be more aware. They do yeah. accept people on face yeah. value rather than being so harsh and judging. Yeah, definitely. And I think this is like this is something I've been recently like. There should be a space for everybody out there. There should be yes. an acknowledgement for everybody out there because we're not all the same as humans, are we? Every single human is different, and yes. it's great seeing like you know actors on TV and like. I am guilty. I'm going to put my hand up now. I have been watching Love Island, so don't touch me. But <laughs> oh, like... me too. Me too. <laughs> but not everybody's like that, you know. Everyone's yeah, got... know. Everyone needs to see themselves somewhere, and I think that's what like the importance of diversity is. And also, like, you don't need to be famous to be like patted on the back to say that you're doing. Yeah, of course. That are nominated in diversity awards that you know they're just working really hard on their own out there without any acknowledgement and it's people like that that really deserve awards i think you know yeah, and definitely. Uh, so yeah it's it's lovely to be a part of and uh yeah along with may it continue yes and mental health is a big topic yeah. for you and you big do topic. a lot um, how do you feel about raising awareness? Did you find it quite easy because of your own personal background or was yeah. it quite hard for you to be brave yeah. enough to speak up? I think it's really important. Like Every human being struggles with their mental health at some point in their life. Obviously, there's degrees of that. So there'll be some yes. people that will, will struggle daily. There'll be some people that might have a little spell of it in their life, whether that is anxiety or depression or, or what, what else. But I kind of think that, like, for me, it's important to talk about um, for a few reasons. I think that, like, you know, especially, I think for, for, for lads, it's a really, obviously, it's a big thing. Like, lads don't talk about to each other as soon as I was accepted as a lad every single day the differences that I noticed between the way that men communicate with each other and the way that like women do is that men don't talk about their feelings at all like yeah they're very, I mean obviously there are some guys that do but usually as a rule like it, that's not spoken about so I just thought it was passionate to maybe like talk about that a little bit. I thought that yeah. would be really good, to, like to show that you know it's not scary to to kind of say you know sometimes like we've got to look after ourselves. And I think that you know like myself like like a label on them that's going to make them look you know like they're yeah. struggling or. But I think that needs to change because like I think if we're honest with ourselves, like everybody struggles at some point in in a different degree. And like I know that like you know for me like I, I've struggled in the past with with self acceptance and self-esteem and yes. feeling good about yourself and you know and my sisters experienced that and I know that, that there's lots of people I know and I just think it's really important to talk about like it's this thing about self-care isn't it like I'm still of course, sort yeah. of learning about it 
I think like as humans, like we live in a social media time now where sometimes that that gets uh, forgotten about, you know, taking time away from social media and, yes. you know, getting outside and checking in with yourself. And, and you know, if, if you're having a hard time, recognise that and, and try and take some time out. And, and yes, I, I feel like really passionate about, you know, um, motivating people to do that. And, you know, if, if they are struggling, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, like yeah. ask for help and do something about it you know I yeah. I went through a stage and I don't mind talking where I was really struggling with yeah and I come from this lovely you know and they're very supportive and even with all of that great foundation I still was really lost in myself and you know that can cause like a bit of depression and cause you to feel and although on the surface like I'm a bubbly chatty guy and I was out every single day at work and I'd be putting on a brave face and I'd be like yeah I'm cool I'm cool mate I'm sound mate I'm I'm fine you know deep down inside like I think that you know I, I was really struggling with myself and luckily I was able to talk to my family yeah you know turn things yeah to, to definitely keep mind and yeah so i really encourage people to look after that because i think like yeah you know i think sometimes it, you have to be so brave and strong to do that but like just to speak to a friend or like i put um a thing on my social media not long ago it's just like a little doodle about like self-care and stuff and just like yeah. just little basic things like you know i think sometimes you can get so wrapped up in what you're doing like you forget to like speak to a friend or yes. connect with somebody or like go outside for a walk and just you know be on your own and be surrounded by a bit of nature and stuff and just get off social media for a bit stop comparing yourself to others you know um do something that makes you feel good and kind of run your own race rather than sort of like competing with everyone else and you know, I really, yes. really sort of like um, recommend that to people, um, you know, and I think that uh, we need to stop looking at social media because everyone, Definitely. everyone presents the best portrait of their self. Like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing the best time, I'm doing the, you know, I'm doing this and like that's, you know, that's great. And I, I post stuff on there all the time. And yes. but also like, you know, just know that like everybody struggles from time to time and it's totally normal and it's totally okay to have a bad day and it's totally you know understandable yeah. if you're struggling and you know all you've got to do is reach out there's some amazing support out there um you know if you can't speak to your friends or family like there is some great online stuff um really really good um you know you, there's tech services out there now there's people you can speak to there's uh, there's all sorts of events going on all the time for looking after yourself like yes i think i mean I mean, I'm saying this, I've, I've got to have a taste, of, like a spoonful of my own medicine or what they're saying is, but, um, you know, people always say, like, be more present, be more mindful, like, you know, like, appreciate the little things because, you know, of course, listen, yeah. like, all the time. Um, but, yeah, like, I think it's normal to struggle with yourself, especially, like, I mean, I think everybody struggles, but I think especially when you're transgender, it can be really hard if you've got no backing from your family in terms of guidance and like looking after um your health and, and everything else so it can be a bit overwhelming i think every single human would struggle with that so you know yes. just know that that's completely normal and um you know as long as you're reaching out and, and speaking to people and saying i'm not i'm not doing too well i'm you know can I have a chat or i'm really upset about this yeah. and making steps to, to to kind of push things forward for yourself like it's it's all good you know yes. um 
but yeah, um, I just, I just, I just feel like it's such a such a thing that we need to speak about more often. And I just wish people, you know, and it's happening more and more. Like people are, of course, like we're famous. Yes, I think it's really yeah. good. Um, and I think it it should be done more. And it's just such a normal thing, you know. Um, yeah, and I think sometimes it's difficult for people like yourself who. Um, want to help others as much as they can yeah. and do as much as they can for other people that kind of when we take a step back and think oh gosh I need to look after yes. myself so, you almost yeah. feel guilty yeah you're like oh my god I'm letting everybody else down like I'm not yeah. strong you don't want to show to but I think that's human though like I think it's normal yeah and like I think you're absolutely right I think to 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 get this representation right and make sure like I'm doing a positive job as a role model and I'm encouraging people. Yes. But I also think it's important to paint a realistic picture and say, like, you know, even I struggle from time to time and that's cool. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll have a bad day now and again, or, you know, I'll read something that someone's written on Twitter and it'll make me feel a bit rubbish. And, but cause I think that shows that it's normal. Um, yes. and, but definitely. And I think it's important. Like, I'll, I'd advise it to you as well it's like that yeah. thing where like I'm so passionate about helping others and I, I you know and I know you are as well so and sometimes like yeah. you'll probably put that before your own kind of self yeah I do it all the time all the time, all the time. yeah <laughs> like the yeah. thing is is like I'll probably continue doing it but the thing is you've got to make sure that like I'll get to a point where I've been working loads right and I've been doing lots of stuff and I've been volunteering for stuff and I'll be going to help people out. And but also at the same time, like, it's totally okay. And I'm only just realising, again, go, do you know what? I'm going to take today. Yeah. That's what I want to watch on Netflix. Have a chill, <laughs> have a chill day, um, yeah. you know. And, and that's totally cool. Because I think you've got to be in a good place in order to help others anyway, ain't you? So, um, of course, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I mean, social media is, is amazing in yeah. the sense that for a lot of people who can't get out or maybe housebound or yeah. bedroom, they can make friends and yes. people um, obviously can contact each other freely over that and it gives people a lifeline yeah. but also it can be kind of negative in the way that people oh, compare themselves 100%. and it's, it's very hard to be able to balance that in our own minds yeah. because there's on our good days we might see it as a positive thing that we're connecting with other people yeah. and then when we're feeling low I think yeah that's when we start comparing and yeah. we see it in a negative light and it's very difficult for, with social media it's really difficult social media is a weird one isn't it like it's such a big talk you yeah. could do a whole episode on social media like I think like the thing about social media right is for someone like me, it's a strange thing because as an actor, it's really important to have a presence on there because you can, it sounds awful, but you like there's been people in the past, right, that haven't been given jobs because the other person's got more followers than them, right? Oh, I, yeah. I don't actually buy into that. I kind of just like, I, I'm not bothered about, you know, being on there all the time, doing what I want. But I do know... Yeah. You're right. Like it's important to connect with people, and sometimes if you're house planning, you can't get out. That is a great way of doing it. And I remember, like years and years ago, before I started my my own sort of like transition and stuff, I was in a position where I didn't really feel like going out that much. Yeah, feeling a bit lost. And I actually like went on YouTube a lot, and I watched a lot of blogs, and it really helped me like connect with people and think, oh yeah, that's cool. You know, yes. I'm not on my own. That's really great. So there's totally value in that, and. 
it's nice to 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 see what your, your mates are up to and and have a bit of you know fun like see some fun stuff yeah. on there and I'm the I'm the worst at like scrolling through Instagram and just like leaving yes. out, like hours of the day like just scrolling through but I think yeah. like yeah it's important to know that also it's great but limit yes. and, and don't don't believe everything you see I mean it's just it is what it is and like oh, yeah. love island quote um but uh, <laughs> it, it, it's not re- it's not always real and it's human nature yeah, to yeah. compare yourself to people that's absolutely normal like it happens all the time um so yeah, yeah i think i think it's about like using it using it but like knowing when maybe you're stepping into that territory <laughs> where you're, yes. you're thinking oh look at her holiday it's way better than mine like i i feel rubbish now just stepping away from it yeah. you know um yeah. And I think it takes a lot of courage to be able to recognise this as well. And you might have to learn. Um, but yeah, there's there's definitely a, a barrier that you need to you need yeah. to like not read too much into it, you know. Uh, yeah, definitely. Hundred yeah, percent. So, do you have any sort of tips and advice for people who want to follow their dreams and yeah. chase their ambitions? Hundred percent. Like I think with me, like growing up, right, I wanted to be an actor. Thought. That was the first thing. Like every weekend, I'd be like practicing routines to my grandparents. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to put on shows for them. And um, oh. I think, like I did, you know, I did the thing where I did the school plays and stuff, and I like enjoyed drama. Um, and then I think as I grew up, like I had a few knockbacks. Like I think I auditioned for like a few drama schools, and I just I didn't get anywhere. And oh, no. sometimes that like negativity can make you feel like you're not you're not yeah yeah. and then like I went to my careers advisor my careers advisor was like well you know it is very competitive it is is very competitive not getting anywhere it's it's probably quite unrealistic for somebody like you um you know working class background living in a small town what do your parents do oh okay well my mum works in the office my dad's electrician well, maybe you should think about something like that, you know, get some work experience, like, in an office, you know. And it was like, I walked out of there and I was like, great, you know. And I sort of, like, yeah. I let go of it for a bit. But I think because I had other things going on, like, I needed to sort myself out, I went away and I did all that. And then, like, once I started feeling really good about who I was, it, that, that's just a separate story. But, like, um, yeah. I, I had a lot more freedom and confidence in my head to to like start auditioning again and all of a sudden I started like thinking about what I really wanted and who I really was and I was like oh yeah I loved acting when I was younger like why don't I get back into that and then I was really lucky I there was a course running um through a charity called gendered intelligence right and there's all sorts of different acting groups out there for loads of different different types of people but this one in particular for trans actors that potentially had missed the boat to drama school or didn't have the confidence to go into an audition room and I thought it might be quite good and it was at Central School of Speech and Drama and it was like a summer course and it was like for six weeks um once every Saturday and the idea was it weren't really supposed to be like you would come out of it and you'd land an acting job or anything like that it was just to build your confidence and like I went yeah I went there and I was like not that confident I was kind of like you know like oh let's give this a go it's been a while um and I loved it and I really enjoyed it and actually like I came into my own a little bit like I found like my confidence really in the room was a lot bigger than I'd ever anticipated I was like the most confident and yes. um, off the, on the back of that I was like oh you know I might start going for a few auditions and we'd made like a Facebook group from the from the group afterwards 
and um, like some of the actors were already doing bits of work in the group and some of the some of the people that went like new people and the people that run the course we started posting a few jobs and like we um we were lucky enough to get a job come through on the facebook group that was for a tv program called boy meets girl which was on which was on bbc two with um it was like a romantic comedy like set in the north or whatever and i had an audition for the role and um i got down to like the final three for like one of the main parts but then um, I I was having I, basically I had like some appointment or something on the day of the shooting, so I couldn't do that part. But I got another little screen job, and it was literally like one line. But I loved it, like the buzz of the set and like just everybody there, you know. And it really inspired me to think, right, I'm not going to give this up. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And then so so there was that going on. And then at the time, I was like working in the theatre, just like collecting tickets, you know, like while seating people while the shows were on. And um, it was at the RSC in Stratford, which is like you know the king of like Shakespeare's home and stuff. All these amazing actors performing. So I was watching them. I wonder if I could do that, like, you know, get up on stage here. And then luckily, like, they were doing a production of King Lear and they were looking for kind of, I guess, extras, supporting artists to kind of be the knights to King Lear and be, like, the servants and the peasants and all this sort of stuff. So I auditioned for that and I got onto that. Um, so that was really cool to like be on the stage at my job with all my colleagues like waving from the seats at me like look at you on stage and so and then I started just like going online and sort of just like what you do if you want to be an actor and and obviously like I hadn't gone to drama school so I I didn't have that because I think when you go to drama school in your final year you get a chance to meet loads of agents and get signed up and then you go out into the industry but I'd sort of like missed that so I just emailed like loads of agents like literally like this is my acting cv this is my headshot you know this is what i look like this is the sort of roles i want to do this is my story obviously like i think i got a couple like a, maybe one or two get back to me um right. and i met up with one and said like instead of this acting course it's supposed to be drama and, and i've done this and, I, and i've done this and done that and that he we just got on really well and he was like okay like you know i'm happy to like represent you yeah. stuff so that was really cool um but i'll be honest a lot of the work that i then went on to get was through myself and the people that i'd met so my major right. tip for getting into acting and it is a bit of a cliche it is all about the people that you meet. Like, it's all yeah. about just getting out there. And I say this to everybody, it doesn't matter how small the production is, it doesn't matter how small the role is, just get in it. Yeah. Because what happened with me is, like, I got involved in, like, a, a, like a theatre production that a friend was trying to put on. And then you meet someone through there that's like, hey, I'm doing this project. Would you like to do that? And then you go and do that. And then you, like... And everything I've done is through just like a network of meeting people going, hey, this is going on. Or you should come to this audition. Um, yes. And there's also like, again, a, you know, slagging off social media earlier. There's also a lot to be said. And this is why I said, you know, as an actor, I guess I feel like I need to be on there. Casting agents with um, Twitter handles that will say, hey, I'm looking for a guy that looks like this. And I'm looking for a girl that's between 25. But, do you know what I mean? And um, there's loads of stuff online in terms of like Spotlight is a big acting agency that you have to, unfortunately, you do have to pay. And this is something I understand not all people can do. Um, yeah. But there's jobs posted on there. Um but it is, wow. it is all about just getting involved and connecting yes. and going to workshops and continuing to practice and practice and practice. And the thing is, like, there is a role out there. 
everybody and it's just a matter yeah. of time like start going for auditions and you don't get anywhere it's not because you're not good enough and it's not because you're not a good actor it's just because the role wasn't right for you and you're yes if you're in the right in the writer's head you're not you're not that character or you you know in the director's head they're looking for something just something different and i think that that's a major thing now that i will take forward in life as well it's like it's not a rejection if you don't get the part it's just that you weren't fit it's not the right fit and you're yeah yeah, it's not the right fit and your role will come like i was like emmerdale i mean i was getting to the like (laughs) jumping forward a bit i met through someone online had advertised something i'd gone to the audition got the part and i'd done a little theater job in london and i loved it but then it was yeah. getting to the point where like there was no jobs coming through i couldn't find anything online i was working my day jobs and i would say this if you're an out-of-work actor keep yourself busy because that is almost more important than like auditioning because the more life experience you get the more different characters you meet in your every day the more you kind of learning about people and the way that they are and that's really Definitely. vital, if, especially if you've been to drama school. It's really vital to pick up on like people's mannerisms and like who they are, personalities, personalities, yeah. and different kinds of people and different backgrounds. And so I was busy myself, like working at the RSC. I was then working at Warwick Castle. I was a previous peasant there, wow. so I was doing like I was a peasant there for four and a half years. So like I dressed up as a peasant. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so bless you. But I was doing a bit of work in the summer there, like yeah for various charities and i was volunteering for this trans charity who worked um with basically their objective was to portray positive representations in the media and they were like getting contacted by various tv companies um to say oh you know we're thinking about writing a trans story would any of your volunteers like to come along and like you know give us advice and, roles. and i'd had an audition f- because of something like that for eastenders and i got down to like the last three and i went on set and, and i thought oh my god like i've got this job yes. i can't believe it i didn't get it and i was like great like i thought that's the place your heart my heart yeah. was great i thought oh that's that's my opportunity over and then it's all about trans who are an amazing charity if you happen to be transgender and you listen to this check out all about trans because they they do so many good things um they contacted me and i've been doing workshops and stuff with them just just meeting people and they were like look it's by Emmerdale. they want us to go down for the day it's obviously all hush hush they're thinking about doing a trans character and they want to talk to some trans people to make sure they get this story right would you be interested in coming and i was like yeah you know I, I managed to swap my shift at the RSC. They promised me a free yeah. lunch. I was like, it'd be cool just to go down to Emmerdale for the day. Went down. Yes. There was like this big room. Like the producers were in there. The writers were in there. A few people from like the casting, uh, sorry, the crew were there. And like we just talked to them. And like I didn't say that I was an actor because I didn't want to be, and this is my own sort of like um, confidence, I guess, be pick me, pick me. And actually something. Yeah sometimes you have to push yourself forward and I'm not very good at that like a, a lot of actors yeah. are very good at that and I I struggle with that sort of stuff so I was kind of like a bit quiet and I like I spoke I spoke up and I was like oh you know it'd be really cool to write an all-rounded character that doesn't isn't all about being trans because this is a mainstream program and we need to write someone that's suited for the mainstream and not like you know and and just so happens to be trans yeah. and then afterwards they were like you know oddly enough you look a little bit like the character that we're trying to 
recreate the old things you consider auditioning yes 100 uh, percent. Wow. you know in reality yeah. like yeah okay sure yeah when, <laughs> obviously like went down to the first audition there was loads of people there it was like in a little box room and like it'd been snowing in Leeds and like I had to walk on foot to the audition and I was soaked when I got there and like I was a little bit you know like I've been exposed to the elements my face was yes. all red I was like you know really really nervous and I walked out there and I was like oh, I don't know I don't know how that and like obviously yeah I went away from it thinking oh it's probably not it got a call back to um, wow. go back down again and again like I went down there and there was a few people there and then yes. I got to go on set and meet Nat J Rob who plays Moira my mum right and it was well scary so like I walked onto this set and like, I could sort of done it before with, with EastEnders but this time there was like a difference to it like I felt more yeah. relaxed and it was like this attitude of like do you know what if I don't get this part it doesn't really matter I've had a really good it's really cool like it's been a cool day yes. like so all I can do is give it my best, you know, I'm, I'm, and, and I have this positive mental attitude of like, I'm good enough for this role. Like I And am. that's really important. It's so it made such a difference from the EastEnders audition. It was like in my head before I went in, I had just this, this moment of quietness of like, just to myself of like, just saying, yeah. like, you can do this. Like you are more than good enough to do this. This, if you want this role, you can get this role. And I walked into that room, met by the way was absolutely an energy she was like yeah. really nice um cast and crew were like really really lovely and it was like a smaller team than usual so it wasn't as daunting and they were like let's just have a little couple of read-throughs of the scene and then we'll get you to do it and we'll film it and like honestly like i haven't been able to recreate that ever since it was the best audition of my life like me and that wow we gave it a read-through I was crying, she was crying. It was a really emotional scene that they given us to do. Like it we just clicked. It just just really, really Bad. really great experience. I walked away from the day and I said goodbye to everybody and I knew there was people waiting to go I said good luck to them and I walked away from the day and I remember ringing my sister in and I said to my sister, like, Do you know what? If I don't get it, it's fine because I I gave it my yes. best shot and I'm really, really happy with how it went. And yeah. I've never really walked out of an audition <laughs> feeling that before. Um not to say that there's a time where, like, as I said, I walked out and I called Yes. I don't get it. You know, that's that. And it was getting to the point where at the same time, my parents were like, you know, maybe, you know, what other jobs are out there, you know? And I was, yeah. I was skinned. Like, I had no money. I was doing these part-time jobs. I was volunteering for everything and not yes. getting paid. And I was like, I really want, like, my, my friends were all like, you know, moving on with their lives moving on, yes. and I was like what am I gonna do I'm gonna have to go and get another job yeah and then I got a phone call and it was like yeah I would like to offer you the role of Matty Barton and I remember that and I was like oh my gosh like I just I I was over the moon like I didn't expect it because it'd been quite a wait since the audition and then obviously I had to be quiet about it so I couldn't tell like yeah. any friends or anything and I was still going into work at my day job like collecting tickets, and that's hard um standing on the door of the RSC like um being like yes thank you you're just sitting over there knowing in my head like I've only got to be doing this for a couple more weeks and then I'm going to be like working on Emmerdale the rest is history like I started and, and, yeah you know, and I think I think that's important yeah. because obviously we've just obviously gone through all of your background but yeah it just goes to show that 
nothing's ever a failure no. it's a life lesson and yeah. you learn from it 100%. and you grow and you get stronger yeah, every time like you grow and you get stronger and i honestly think like you know i i wasn't meant to get that emmerdale uh, yes, Bender's part. Exactly. i was not meant to get that it wasn't suited for me and yeah. all these lessons that i learned on the way to that audition like you know be confident um you know um, very precious you know yeah. believe in yourself there were all little things that i picked up from doing like the classes that i've been taking on the side and you know i've been practicing accents all the time even though like i had no auditions coming up just practicing little things and just just you know keeping my myself active and you know yes. throwing myself out my comfort zone quite a lot of the times with with stuff and um, and they just really helped and my advice to people is that i've been really lucky and i know like you know i don't know how long i hope it continues you know i signed up when i first signed up i was only you know signed for three months and then i've actually yes. been there just over a year now and i think with soap you know you never know how long you've got and of i've got course. got to make the most of it while i've got it you know i'll be uh, potentially one day back you know back out there like you know trying to get the auditions again and i think like it's just important to remember that like if you really want something as cheesy as it sounds you will make it happen you've just got to keep yes. at it and positive mindset, positive well. mindset is mm-hmm. so it makes such a difference and yes. you know I honestly think that like tips for the actors out there keep yourself positive keep yourself busy Yes. you know i didn't i didn't go to emmerdale thinking that it was going to be an audition it was a workshop to give them advice on like the character so like i think yes. sometimes you know you can almost um you can almost be trying so hard you're not getting anywhere and that frustration then becomes yeah. part of it and you get caught up with that i think sometimes you just gotta like you know like just spread your wings and do other stuff as well and that might open different Definitely. doors in different directions and then you might find you like doing something even better um you know that's it yeah keeping your options yeah. open and yeah and you, you know exploring other hobbies other skills yes, exactly because i so. think if you focus on one thing too much yeah. it becomes more of a chore than an yeah enjoyment. and you don't enjoy and that's it what you don't want that yeah, yeah you never want that and like i need to look i still do other things now you know i've got this um amazing emmerdale job and i i absolutely love it like i yes love it it's a dream come true like as cheesy as that sounds like sometimes i have to pinch myself when i'm just standing there on set and there's like cameras and like it's such a lovely place to work and like you know it's it's, it, it's been amazing and but yeah. i think like it's important you know like to keep yourself you keep yourself like never put all your eggs in one basket in the sense of like you know make sure you're looking after yourself like i'm still i still make sure i see my family and friends and you know i'll come back to leamington which is where i live and you know yeah. and um you know i still do a bit of voluntary stuff when i can and you know i do youtube videos and you, you know do. i do a bit of writing and i just think it's good just to keep yourself like if you're a creative person yeah just keep yourself active and explore other skills as well it's really important um, yeah and i think that keeps you you know in that yeah. positive mindset as well because you don't allow the negatives to seep in yeah yeah exactly and put stuff out there online as well like yeah. you know the stories of people that like you know with with um whether it's you know making a youtube video or putting a singing um tape out there or putting their writing out there you know like it, it gets noticed you know so like definitely, definitely. Just, just make your i think make your own work a lot of the time as well like yeah um you know if you before it's funny because before the emmerdale job um 
I, I sort of forgot to say that I was I thought of, wasn't getting anywhere and I started writing my own show and, wow. it, and it was like a one-man show and I was taking it to Edinburgh Fringe and I got it all booked in at the venue and it was wow. a, a one-man show and it was um, called The Ultimate Lad and it's about it was like a comedy but also like about like I went through a stage where like I thought I had to be a certain type of lad to like fit in and I learned yes. all the wrong lessons and I became you know and it was quite funny and it was like you know it had a serious message but also like you know it was it was a bit of fun and like the we were all ready to do it and I was really excited but I had to pull out last minute to um to do Emmerdale uh, which is lovely to be, wow, the, yeah. to be like the point of like okay I've got two jobs now I had not yes. but like yeah that's another bit of advice I just say quickly to the actors like you know not obviously not it's not sweet to everybody but if you're not getting anywhere like maybe just have a go like putting on your own show or like seeing yes. if a few people are doing that and get involved in that you know and and definitely I did a lot of you know my own show real stuff like with my, my, my mates you know with a camera just doing a couple yeah. of things so so yeah there's lots to do there's lots to do definitely well thank you so much for sharing your story and advice no and I think it'd be great to finish on people, you know, yeah. knowing your Twitter and Instagram handles and also your YouTube. So oh, people can thanks. watch and get in contact with you and follow you. Oh, cheers. So, yeah, definitely. Um, so, obviously, I'm on, I'm on Twitter and it's Ash, A-S-H yes. underscore Palmo, P-A-L-M-O. Um, so you can get me Perfect. on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram, ash.p.x. Um, and, uh, yeah, I do... Uh, I do. I'm going to be doing some more YouTube videos. I haven't. Uh, I did one a few weeks ago, uh, celebrating my one year of my environment. But I'm going to be doing some more regular stuff. So um, I'm on YouTube as just Ash Parmesano. Ridiculously long name, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, you, you should be able to find it online. But yeah, it's um, it's great. And you know, if anyone is listening that um, you know it, it supports me on there already, just want to say a massive thank you to everybody. Um, I wouldn't be doing the role without them. Um, you know if i get a negative comment I've, I've only got to read the support i get and it cheers me back yes. up and I, I can't thank people enough for that so thank you so much and definitely and everyone can tune in Thanks. to itv and emma dale as well and that's right it is a very gripping storyline that you've had and continue to Thanks. have you've touched so many people and i, I know this because my mum loves and watches uh, you every night uh, and... yes thanks so mum and now she gets such a buzz. Oh, it's crazy. But yeah, thank you so much, and you do help so many people. And thank I really so. appreciate you coming on today. It means a lot to me. No problem, anytime. And thank you so much for the work you're doing. It's an amazing, oh, uh, amazing you. thing you're doing. I'm really, really, really proud of you. So thank carry you so on. much. Thank you very much, and we'll talk again soon. Talk soon. So thanks thank for having you. me. See you later. See Bye. Ya. Bye.